I'm Terry Mallet. And I'm Jared Treadway. And we're inviting you to co-create with us. From our home base in North Central Texas. We're hosting conversations that nourish our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual intelligence. We are about being spiritually physical. And physically spiritual. We are about inspiration. And aspiration. We are about involution. And evolution. We're about self-exploration and self-excavation. We are about each of us coming to know ourselves in our fullness and wholeness so that together we serve the expansion of human consciousness with the gifts of our specific genius. Welcome to 33 North, 96 West. Okay, greetings, Terry, and greetings to everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of 33 North, 96 West. One of the dilemmas that I face or have experienced in life, and I really am using the word dilemma, it's not really complete or true, but there's a question of consideration. Terry and I are both INFJs, which means we have this harmony function, which means that we're always aware of energy, we're always considerate of the one that is before us. And sometimes that means, for better or worse, that the magnitude of our message sometimes gets tempered. So today, we've agreed to not temper. <laughs> we have some powerful energy that's in our field that may come through us, and we're just going to allow the full magnitude of that to occur. So with that, Terry, I'm turning the microphone over to you to lead us off. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. And greetings to everybody. I'm in a pretty vulnerable state. Because my message is so moving. <laughs> it's not a vulnerable state from pain, physical, mental, or emotional. It's not an emotional state from lack or seeking or feeling less than or unworthy or any of these things that we often might be guided to look at when doing a soul journey, journey of healing, a journey of self-realization. So to articulate it in words is something that still is fleshing out for quite some time now and is will will always be it'll ever be evolving because language does change the energy of it what is it source so today i'm talking about source I'm just going to use that word. I usually use many words to articulate better what I'm expressing, as you've heard me do in all episodes. I am very diplomatic, and I also like to reach as many and all people as I can. But as we said today, we are...
and I've already lost the language, but I'll just translate to unfiltered, if you will. And not that we filter from a, uh, I don't like filter. We're not filtering. We are, again, doing what we can. I'm saying we, hopefully I'm not projecting here, but I feel that we both are quite skilled at speaking to as many. So we will pick different words, different ways to say it, different languages. It's very simple consideration. Thank you. You did say it. Consideration. Yeah. It's just consideration. And it's the same thing that a lot of people do when you're meeting someone in conversation. Yeah. Consideration. Oh, yes. That's it. So. In our pre-production discussions today, I became very moved. (sighs) To share my message and truth in a different way. And I would like to invite you before listening to consider what I was saying is that There is no pain here. This is not a a seeking for anything. This is how it moves through me at times, whereas at other times it wants me to climb to the top of a mountain and scream, (laughs) dance, celebrate, because here's the thing. There is no separation and there is no difference. It's all energy and it's all of source. So for me to judge one and accept another is separation consciousness. So whether I am crying from excitement or elation or crying from something moving me so much so that words are not even there, it all is. I no longer need to say, Climbing to that mountaintop is celebration. And crying because I'm experiencing pain is not, is something different. Because it's not. Crying, in simple terms, is energy in motion. Laughter is energy in motion. I laugh a lot. Laughter is so important to me, as is crying. It's all energy in motion. And something was said to me in the last couple days, and I completely already know this, and I completely have absolute resonance with this, but if one word were to be used to describe me, it would be passion. And it was beautiful to hear someone say that to me because it's absolute truth. I have so much passion for every single aspect of life. It can't not be so. So what's been moving through me is to share that passion in even deeper, more expanded ways. All is source. All is divine. There is absolutely no 
separation. And when I witness separation consciousness in a way that is harming an individual, meaning they are not living their full realized self or potential. The way I worded it to Jared earlier is it breaks my heart. And it moves me to so much passion to do something. Um, Whether it be through words moving through me to express in a manner that empowers them, whether it be to go write about it and share with a larger group of individuals or record it, whether it be whatever, doesn't matter. It, it's energy and motion in me that needs to and has to be expressed. And when I say separation consciousness in a harmful way, I really would like to expand to say what I mean by that is harming to your self again. So if I'm saying my very matter effects, the sync, self is this character, which has been identified through a program that I do within me called Candy, a program that I facilitate, or I guess I'll say created through me, and or my very, very, very calm, peaceful side, who is grace. They're not separate. There's no difference. It may come out in an expression in a different way. So what I'm saying is candy is not harmful and grace is not. That's what I mean by when I say if you are in separation consciousness in a manner to communicate and explain that I, you know, I have I have these two sides. That's not what I mean by that breaks my heart. That's just that's just being human. You know, we have conversation and we have language and we have ways of communicating with each other. And I have absolutely no judgment of that or those languages. But if I were to sit here and say to myself, an example might be, I need to be more grace and less candy. That's harmful to me. That is trying to suppress aspects of me. And so that's what breaks my heart when I witness that. And absolute, complete, transparent truth for me is that I am realized. I am source. It cannot be so. It cannot not be so cannot be anything otherwise because it all is. Thank you for the opportunity, Jared. You're very welcome. Thank you. So in order to penetrate to the heart of this matter, <laughs> I'm going to prod 
Some of us are aligned with separation consciousness. How has this come to be so? So I'm going to suggest that one of the gifts of this life experience, this level of manifestation that we've been offered is the capacity to claim. We have been offered and given the gift of will. And somewhere along the line, we started to claim this sense of separation. (laughs) Its basis is fear. And some of us continue to claim it while others of us are beginning to realize the inherent oneness and unity in all of creation. Yes. Are those true statements? For me, absolutely. (laughs) Is there an idea of personal truth and universal truth? Can we have opinions of our personal truth? That's a. I, I like that's a very interesting way to pose that question. Is what I'm trying to say. Because I my platform, if you will, is all about personal truth and stepping into one's personal truth. And I've had people ask me, "Well, isn't there an absolute truth?" As you said, universal truth. And my answer is usually, "I could not experience personal truth." If it was not so, (laughs) something along that lines, there is. And so that feels like the way I would phrase that does support the question you were asking. I, I can have an opinion about that. I can say, that's not my personal truth, but I honor that that's yours. Mm -hmm. Rather than trying to tell somebody that might not be universal or absolute truth, so it's not so. Mm. Yeah. If the absolute truth of the divine is unity, I, I just for the purposes of where we are right now, I said if. If the absolute truth of the divine is unity, it includes every idea. including the idea of separation. Do you feel the paradox in what I just expressed? Separation cannot be outside of the unity. Hmm. Is it ever true for one being to be placed above another? Is it ever true for one being to be placed below another? No. <laughs> Can the light withhold itself? Does it discriminate? No. 
can a human being choose alignment with the idea of separation and discriminate? Yes. Is the higher soul source self of that person in agreement with that choice? No. Does its higher source or soul self have the capacity to agree with that choice? No. Does the higher soul or source self judge the small self for its choice? No. So if you are a human being who is experiencing judgment, criticism, manipulation, debasement, are you in realization of the whole of who you are? If you are in realization of the whole of who you are, can you judge or criticize or debase without going to that place in your own energy field? No. (laughs) It's because we're not separate. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and I'm going to reiterate this and try to clarify a bit further. Can you put any other into darkness without going to the darkness? No. See, we're saying the same thing over and over and over again in different ways. There's nothing outside of God. God is manifest as all things. The light cannot and does not criticize. It does not judge. It does not debase. It does not shame. It does not impose guilt. And you are the the light specifically as you in this incarnation. The evolution of consciousness, of creation, of all things, has brought us to this magnificent precipice, this moment of potential, of possibility. And this is not just pie in the sky. You can actually understand this as the, the physics of creation. Like when I say light, there's so much more to light that we don't have the capacity yet to fully understand, but we can know it. Like, this is biology. The God spark, the divine spark, is in all the cells of our physical body and all the atoms of creation. As Terry spoke to earlier, we are not distinct from our landscape. So, all of our episodes so far, we, if you listen back to them, you realize we're actually saying the same things <laughs> over and over and over and over again. And sometimes we hint at this level of directness, but there is light and you are the light and you are the giver of the light and you are the receiver of the light. 
And you are the one who can claim separation. And you are the one who can claim unity. And all of these ideas are inside God. It's it's the idea, there's the idea that your will can be braided with the will of the divine, with the will of the, of the evolution of all things. Like you can bring yourself into coherence and alignment with the source of all things. It doesn't happen through debasement or manipulation or criticism or judgment or shame or by placing yourself above or below another or any kind of comparison at all. Because when you're in that space, you realize they are you. You are them. We're all like one one civilization, one species, one incarnation, one light. I would like to add to that when I talk about separation consciousness, I am to expand. Okay. So Jared's talking about, we're not separate from each other and nature and all of that. Um, absolute truth. And what I share in my words, if you will, is that we're not separate from source and my personal message and purpose and passion is that if we can go all the way to the root, if you will, of source, of God, then if we work on our separation from that, our, our there's a word that's just working on uh, our perspective of separation from that. And when we work on our perspective of separation from source, that automatically ripples into all of the rest of that. Uh, what I was thinking when you were speaking is I know there have been teachings by many over the years that I'm not separate from another individual. Therefore, that allows me to, for example, hold love and compassion when they're going through what they're going through. And that that is, that is absolute truth. What I'm saying is that it goes way beyond that. It's it's every grain of sand. It's every ant. It's every, you know, everything. It's a rock. It doesn't even have to be what you would consider a living organism. It's everything. So when you go, when you're able to, as I've said before, you know, pan out, if you will, and witness that it is all source. There is no separation from source. And if it is all source, I speak to the difference between individual and unity. So also in support of many previous episodes and conversations we've had is that, yes, we have our own individual as as a human blueprint essence, energy imprint, field, purpose, all of these things, because you are an aspect. And I loved when Jared said the word braid, all of this came stemmed from his activation within me when he said braid, we, we can be braided with source, because that is exactly what it's like. Each of us, if you will, could be a fiber within that braid. So we are an aspect of that. Am I 
the end-all be-all as an individual human, Terry Malick. Well, for Terry's world, perhaps, but in the whole picture. Um, so meaning I can come into my own power, my own truth, my own purpose, and be completely 100% aligned, as we mentioned earlier, within my own individual truth. That is not taking away from unity. And there are some, in my experience and observation, there are some disconnects within that. Well, I cannot be an individual and also be within unity and understand the wholeness. So my work and what moves through me always and when I say work, I'm not talking about a profession. <laughs> it's just my my being is to empower you to know your individual human self so well that you recognize that that is divine, all divine, completely 100% divine. And when you are that, when you know it and own it and be it and express it, passion and all, (laughs) you are the God spark within the unity of the whole of the universal truth or absolute truth, if you will, of source. And so for me, as a human incarnate right now, my what moves through me when I say it breaks my heart, if you're forsaking your own truth, your own essence, your own individuality, you are also, this will be a bold statement, forsaking source, the unity, the all. That's where I feel as such a strong empath, one who feels as source. That is as source in a human vessel with emotions. It all is. It's not separate. That's when I say that breaks my heart because it's it impacts you. It breaks my heart to see people not in their potential. And even beyond, it's, I mean, it's everything. It's, it is you. It's, I mean, yes, we use the word potential, but I don't even mean potential and is a, a possibility. It is. It's being realized, if you will. But it also, and I don't say this in a way that is to create any energy whatsoever around judgment. Don't don't say I did it wrong or I'm she's saying that I'm hurting humanity. That's not at all what it is, but what I just want it to be understood that that also, of course, is part of the collective. So if you're forsaking yourself, again, to say what I've already said, you're forsaking source. You're forsaking all. And every single one of us. Every grain of sand has the opportunity to understand it is all connected. 
And the unification comes in when that is realized. That's always been a, I I don't know if I should say always, but in my field for many years has been a very big question from people. You're empowering me to be the individual I am, which is ego. So how can I also be helping the divine and source and and waking that up, if you will, in self and others. You can't do both because, again, we're coming at it from a separation consciousness. It has to be either or, this or that. Your ego is no less divine. It is no less source is the word I meant to say. To me, they're interchangeable. Your ego is no less of source than your holiness. It's what you do with that. Are you are you practicing that, if you will, in a manner that is allowing your realized self to be the aspect of source that it is? If your personal will is true, can it act out of alignment with divine will? So Terry and I were having so much fun with this conversation that we went for almost two hours. So for your benefit, we have taken the liberty of dividing this episode up into two parts for you so that you can listen episodically if you'd like. So this represents the conclusion of part one, and then we will publish part two, uh, and we're publishing them both together. So if you'd like to continue listening, you can just click on through to the next episode. As always, thank you for being a part of this, and I'll see you on the other side.